0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Well, happy Sunday morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. Great to have you along. I'm so happy to be here. And my name is Ann Baldwin. And I'm Lisa Enkinoki. Woohoo! I'm excited to be here today. Yeah, you know, there's an energy in the air. It's been hotter than hot around here lately, but but that's okay. You know, it's summertime. We always have to complain about something, but just a little follow-up. I wanted to let you know, and thanks to everybody who wished me, including yourself, Lisa. Very birthday. happy birthday! Woo-hoo! I had a great birthday weekend. Went over to Block Island. Um, got out of my comfort level. Got on the back of a moped. Uh, got a ticket who gets a A ticket ticket? on a moped yeah yeah what kind of ticket um I was parked in a non-parking spot I guess and I saw the officer who wrote me the ticket it was in my helmet when I got out of the restaurant so I said I might go hey it's my birthday thanks a lot for the ticket he goes you're welcome Uh, and I won't tell you what I I won't tell you what happened after that but anyway just got a
2: cursing out yeah he got
1: a little something a little sign (laughs) language let's put it that way but I do not disrespect police um, officers no, ever. We don't. we don't. They're our but, friends. Um, I in just, most cases. I got a little angry. So, mm. anyway, we've got uh, someone you know very well. And, and yes. you know, it's interesting. This is a great topic. And I, I think all of you listeners will be interested in this because how many times have you been told or somebody's told you, you need to write a book? Yep. <laughs> right?
2: Yep. People so, always are saying, are you going to write a book? I want to write a
1: book. I have a
2: book. And so we have the publishing powerhouse here, Barbara Jones, to tell us what <laughs> that takes and and exactly how do we write a book if we should write a book. We want to know from her.
1: Well, and, and you've got just such a, an incredible resume, Barbara. Thanks for being here. Um, you've been doing this for decades. You've been an editor. Um, so many magazines that you've been involved in from Harper's, Vogue, Real Simple, and, you know, so many books that you've written and and co-written with people. And um, also we should mention that you went to Yale University, right? Yep. Yes. Right, right here in New that's Haven? My,
3: yep, my Connecticut roots are there. Yay. Actually, yep.
1: But right now you're living in Harlem, which is so cool. You're in New York right now with your family. So I'm assuming yeah. you're you're sitting in Harlem talking to us today. And, and uh, we're so excited to hear what you have to talk about. Yes.
2: Yep, that's and, right. And, Barbara, I must start out by telling everybody... You know, there's this book that Barbara was the writing coach for. It happens to be on the New York Times bestseller list, Out of the Corner, the Jennifer Grey story. I actually am trying to get out of the corner, so you all should get out and buy that book. <laughs> but let's hear from Barbara. What what was in that corner?
3: Help us. And how actually, do you become that's... a writing
2: coach for Jennifer Grey? Let's yeah, hear that.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, um... How did I become a writing coach for Jennifer Grey? I mean, I have taught a lot, and I did even go back and teach at my alma mater for in Connecticut for eight years and led writing workshops, and I've been an editor. And, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I love that book, and I'm so proud of having been able to support Jennifer in telling the story of how she got out of the corner. Um And, um, but it's interesting because she really wanted to write the book herself. And when you're a celebrity, a lot of times people think you should get a ghostwriter to write it for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that a number of ghostwriters were proposed to her and I'm sure they're perfectly good and fine, but they didn't have her voice. So in came me, too, because I'm really supportive of authors' true voices. Um, And by the time I showed up, there wasn't a lot of time to get the whole thing done. There were a couple months. Um, Anyway, it's a really voicey, juicy read. Juicy. Um,
2: It came out when that big trial was going on. You know, we don't even have to say the name. It made all kinds of headlines. But uh, And then Jennifer Grey has a little peep in there, too.
3: Yeah, tell us, yeah. what was that, mean, that about? She, dated, she everybody. She dated some famous people, and mm-hmm. she's very forthcoming about that. But I, I will tell you what she said, and she said this to People Magazine, to your question, Anne, about should you write a book? Do you need to write a book? She felt that the experience of writing a memoir is something everyone should go through. Huh. She reexamined her life, and she's very sort of pro-everybody-do this. Um you know, really revisiting your experience with the viewpoint of a little bit of maturity and forgive yourself for things you did and forgive other people for things they did. And um, she's very... That was her quote to People Magazine when some months before publication when it leaked that she had a book coming out. She said, this is an incredible experience. Everyone should do it. And I actually do think that in in our day where a lot of stuff is recorded in texts or on emails or in forms that may vanish. Um, we're not writing letters to each other. People don't necessarily keep paper, paper diaries anymore. I think if you write the story of your life and and self-publish it just for your family, that's actually a worthy thing to do historically. I mean, it it, it, it and just to be a radio host, Lisa, to do the coaching work that you do, it's your experience it tells something about the way we live now and the people of our time. And any of your listeners, you know, if you're a bus driver, if you're a school teacher, if you're a bank or whatever you do, the work we do and the lives we live, um, you know, it, it, somebody's got to record them and so that people have uh that historical record to draw on so that's different than commercially publishing which i can answer your questions about but jennifer felt like it was a an emotionally fulfilling experience and i think it's an historically um worthy thing to do
1: right and it's you say everybody should write their own book um, and I and I agree with that you know whether anybody reads it or not it might be the <laughs> it might be the therapeutic piece for That's you right. correct yeah but I tell you what I've got a book waiting in my safe at home and I've got all these emails and text messages and all this evidence of my cheating Uh ex-husband you know and (laughs) Uh i and i've just been this was years ago but i've just been waiting for time to pass because Mm -hmm. and then the stories that go with that and the people that are that are actually involved in his escapades I mean, I swear it could be a bestseller to me. I was going to say, are you going to make him richer yourself? To Come me, on. right? Yeah. Let's get that. <laughs> but story I'm not told. sure if anybody else would read it. And then, as I tell people about my book idea, they all say, "Oh, can I add a chapter? Can <laughs> I contribute a chapter?" Well, oh, I've got a chapter for you. I think every everybody's got their story. So it's it's just so great to talk to somebody that that does this all the time. And then you know, you get into the so should you should you self publish? Should you not self publish? That's another question that you got to ask because it's not cheap to write. And publish a book
3: no 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 it's not I mean even if a publisher gives you zero dollars as an advance they're spending tens of thousands of dollars to get it out there into the world and they might not make any of it back but so in terms of publishing with a publisher aside from self-publishing it um there I will just give you a tip um you and your listeners um there are two things that stop editors um and agents as well, but editors, book editors, which I was until relatively recently, um, get between 600 and and 1,200 submissions a year that come through agents. That's a lot. That's a lot. Sometimes you feel like a sieve that's Mm. getting clogged. I mean, there's just so much to read. And there are two things that stop you from bidding on that, two main things I would say. One is if the writing is not sort of up to snuff. And I, I call that my like my slang for that is the basics. So you you can you that's fixable. But but if the sentences are not so good and and Jennifer and I had a lot of fun with that, because if you read the book, you'll see she doesn't always write in sentences. Sometimes she writes in phrases, which you can do in a creative way creative writing but anyway um she teased me a lot about saying that is not a sentence but anyway so the basic <laughs> writing skills the basic writing skills matter and there are lots of tricks to that but the other thing is something that is even more important in a way more powerful which is a big story idea that is is and that's what I my shorthand for that is the bold like what is the pitch what is the story that you can tell as well as or better than anyone um, that is going to be of interest to the readers. So it, the writing could be really great, but if it doesn't, if if it doesn't have a powerful story attached to it, that makes it an obstacle. And a lot of times people don't read the whole thing to find out that there's an amazing story because the writing wasn't so good. So you 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 can you can get in a writing group. You can. Um, you can get in a reading group, you know, and you could take classes, you know, just to brush up on both of those things and get feedback on both of those things.
1: We have those um, authors group, Connecticut right. authors groups right here in Connecticut. That's a that's great right. idea. That is. Because instead of sitting around thinking, should I do it, should I not? Right. You know, join a group and get that you know get that coaching get that reaction and interaction from people who are like-minded right or Barbara also teaches at NYU and speaking <laughs> of this let's
2: go back a little bit cuz yesterday Ann and I had the pleasure of working mm. with some I'm glad teen you mentioned that reporters over at OIC and, wow. and that's something local here. But these young people are you know, 14, 15 in high school wow. getting paid to learn how to be a reporter. And mm-hmm. it was so interesting because neither one of us were paid when we were kids, but we knew what we wanted to do. So I thought it was brilliant. But let's go back in terms of your history. How did you get started? in you know being an editor being at vogue being at all these places i heard you were there when they did devil wears prada so we really want to know from you <laughs> what's going on
3: yes the devil wears prada was the days i was not in the fashion side and in fact if you knew me you would know why and and but Anna you would have there. a heart attack but i was in the sort of the future the arts See? coverage yeah 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 yeah, yeah. how did i get into that you know i i i you know, I was an English major and I fell in love with basically contemporary short stories. I love the experience. It's not really different than being like a nurse or a sports coach or anything else. I like fell in love with this thing and I just wanted to be where it was and help make it happen. And in, in doing that, in doing that, um, you know, I became an editor first at a little literary magazine, and then at bigger magazines, and then you know, it, it, and then books. I guess I went from very short things to longer and longer and longer things. You know, I just had a craft that I loved and still love to this day. Like, nothing makes me happier than sitting with a manuscript and a pencil. I mean, to and, be old-fashioned. And
1: obviously, you know, your, your success record and your track record speaks for itself. If you are just tuning in this morning, again, thanks for being here. And we're speaking with Barbara Jones. And Barbara is joining us from Harlem, New York. And how can... Or do you even want, this is one thing I should ask you before we do it, you know, people to reach out to you. Because I know in my business and maybe yours, after you've been doing what you're doing for a while, you've kind of cut off that low-lying fruit. Not to say that not everybody's important and their ideas matter, but you get to a certain level in your career, which I'm assuming you're at and you and you really don't want everyday moms and pops reaching out to you to help you write their book
2: well i think that was one of the interesting things before you even get to Mm -hmm. answer is that you know we wanted to let people know you know maybe how to get a literary agent because barbara is a publishing powerhouse and now a literary agent Woohoo! lucky 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 me and some (laughs) of my clients but i know uh, what most people are looking for and seeking is that literary agent. So maybe you can tell us- Yeah, what does, what how does do that you mean? Get, what is a literary agent? Mm-hmm. How do you get in touch with them? How do you send a query letter? Because that's right, usually right. how it starts. So tell us some of the basics before yeah, we get into yeah. just you. I,
3: I actually didn't know the basics till I was suddenly on the other side. Um, so, so I want to just stop for one second here and say a really important piece of this whole conversation really important almost like number one is actually the bookstore <laughs> your local bookstore and in connecticut you know there's there are a number of them there's riverbend and glastonbury you've got some barnes and nobles at the school rj julia you, yes rj julia if you want to drive yes. an hour down to to there madison. to madison yes um there's a great uh bookstore in mystic connecticut um i mean so bookstores are extremely important and, and as important as like the basics and the bold and all of that is that you are a reader and you're a part of a, a, a reading community and some of the classes and some of the context and some of the writing group stuff happens out of bookstores. So you just be a really good literary citizen. And I kid you not, that matters in the long run. Yeah, and there are a lot of famous authors now who are also bookstore owners. Yes. Um,
2: In fact, I was going to say we forgot R.J. Julia is also over at Wesleyan, uh, where they also have the Lin-Manuel Miranda Scholarship for Writers in college. Uh, So there are lots and lots of brilliant writers that come out of Connecticut. Think about Mark Twain. We're going way back. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Connecticut has a great literary history, and whoever you are. We, you know people want to hear hear what your voice is so so you should be reading if you think oh i've got a story to tell but you haven't read 10 books in the last few months think again because the great writers basically learn by reading mm-hmm. and um and you can get pushed by a group and you can get feedback by a group from a group and 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 all of that but you want to you want to read and you want to respond to the reading and learn what you like and learn what you don't like now to an agent if you go to your bookstore at your local bookstore and you look at the books that are out on the table the ones that you like so let's say you like thrillers you like mystery or you like romance and there are really incredible people writing in all of these genres if you like literary fiction which is sort of more my beat, or memoir history whatever make a pile of the books that you love and if you look in the acknowledgements you'll find out who the agent was
1: oh, okay interesting yeah
3: yeah, almost always, almost always the author thinks, their agent and their editor, you know, not 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 always. And you want to go to a bookstore for that, not a library, although you should be a really, not as much of a library because you want the latest, latest, latest books mm-hmm. um, because that shows, it, because it's about three years from the moment it's sold till the moment it's on that table a lot of the time. Oh, so wow. You want, yeah, so you want somebody who's still alive, like you don't want like, you know, Mark Twain's agent because, that was, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, that's yes. too long ago. He's yeah.
1: long but, gone. You know, yeah. the, the other question I have, Barbara, is, is how do you decipher between fiction and nonfiction? You know, I would imagine some people want to go one way because they don't want they want to protect the identities of the people involved. Yes. Um, so what's more effective or is there an, even an answer to that? Either one's fine.
3: Ooh, good question. I mean, I I would say the answer to that is whatever works. Um, If you're talking about memoir versus a novel, the the principles that make them work from my point of view are are kind of the same. Ultimately, the story should be a drama that while it's about one person, I'm going to steal, I I steal everything, but I'm going to steal a phrase from from a friend of mine. Um, it, it's a very, very specific drama that happened to one person, but the more specific the details, the more it smells the way it smelled, the more hmm. the, the road looks the way it looked, the more, you know, all of that, the specific details make it something that the reader starts to feel is about them. So there's a thing my friend calls the physics of memoir which is like this weird thing which is the more specific and personal it gets telling the secret that nobody else knows that's the moment when other people start to think oh my gosh i i relate to that right so 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 anyway so that's memoir the physics of memoir but but novels and memoirs both have you know of two forces at play that are uh, you know, against each other and maybe in yours and it's, it's you versus your cheating husband and we don't know while we're reading it who's well, going to
1: win. Well, you know, know, you know it's interesting because, you know, at the beginning of movies, they put on there what it's going to have on it, like smoking, sex, violence, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, nudity. What, nudity. Nudity, nudity. Yeah, so my, my book would have to have a disclaimer that all that would be in <laughs> all that would be in my book and, and maybe even some bloodshed, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that sounds like a bestseller right
1: now. I know. Oh, I'm goodness. I'm you're you're getting me really kind of fired Uh-oh. up about this. I think <laughs> but you know, to, to engage in that process. Like you said, um if you just don't say I'm gonna write a book but you're giving us some great our listeners and myself and Lisa yes. some great advice on what to think about what to do beforehand it's like people say I want to be in public relations right well you don't just jump into this field that's right there's exactly. certain there are certain things you know the stones that you have to build before you get to that point and this right. is just so interesting I love it and again the the latest book uh is this the latest one that you've worked on out of the corner Jennifer Gray's Actually, memoir I was gonna um, say yeah mm. there, there's some other ones that I left behind
3: when I left my editing career that are 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 still coming out and one one of them for people who are interested in history and i bet there are a lot of history buffs around in your listening area um because it's such a history rich region of the country there's a book that is called the sewing girl's tale um, which takes place in Revolutionary War America. It was one of the last books I signed up and it just was made the cover of the New York Times book review this week. Wow. Um Okay, and... what about
2: your LA Time Book Award winning book that just came oh, out? And, and that also was actually, yeah. Go ahead, tell us what the name of that one is.
3: Oh, that's my very famous author named Paul Oster. I mean, I didn't write these books. I, you know, I was involved in their publication, but um yeah, that's a big fat book um, called Burning Boy, which is the life and times of Stephen Crane. Um, yeah, these are very serious books, this, this, but, it, but very, very, very good It won the LA Times um, History Prize this year.
2: Okay, I think we can also tell one other story, because this was also a good story from someone who was unknown. It was a teacher. I remember reading in the New York Times, and I said, I bet you Barbara had something to do with this woman. <laughs> and lo and behold,
3: she did. Wow. So did. tell us
2: about that woman. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, she was yeah. a teacher this and woman, wanted to write her. Yes,
3: yes, yes, This is, and she's a really, oh, she and Jennifer and Paul Oster and John Sweet who wrote The Sewing Girls we uh, We're here to all speak for themselves. But this woman's name is Jocelyn Nicole Johnson. And the book, which is a th- slim volume, is called My Monticello. Um And um, Jocelyn lives in Charlottesville, Virginia, and she's uh, been a uh, children's art teacher in public elementary school for many years. She started writing um, when she was traveling, when she first met her husband, and now they have a a boy who I think is a son who's maybe even a senior in high school at this point or nearing that age. Um, So you can see how long this has been, but she wrote, Blog posts home, and that that contact with the reader um, was how she first started to hone her craft as a writer. Anyway, My Monticello look it up, is an extraordinarily um, powerful novella about um, people of color in black people in Charlottesville. It's a novel. It's a pretend story, but trying to hold their own in um, against uh, right-wing uh, attackers some some years, a few years from now. Um, it's a novel, um, and the grid is being shut down from global warming and all of this, but they take refuge in Monticello, Jefferson's home, and one of the main characters is a descendant of Sally Hemings and Thomas Jefferson. Anyway, wow. so she's she, in a way, takes her rightful place, but under really terrible circumstances it is a it's a really um it's quite a thrilling um novella and there are some short stories in there too that are you know best american short story there's a there's a book called best american short stories one of them is in that book um i mean she's just incredible she's incredible and the, the kindergarten teachers um and lower school teachers have have become great writers. One of them won a Pulitzer Prize, uh, an Atlanta teacher for a play called Wit that was made into a movie with Emma Thompson years ago. She was a kindergarten teacher. So, yeah,
2: we can tell. I know we're running tight on time, but we can tell. And and mind you, the audience should know all those books we mentioned uh, with Barbara, they all came out in the past year. So, uh, yeah. Winner, winner. We can't really say all the other loads of other books she's written on, but I will <laughs> yeah. say that I'm fortunate to have clients who have gotten a book deal with you as well. And that's yes. going to be coming out. That's The Swans of Harlem and The yes. Ladies of the Dance Theater of Harlem. And that'll be coming out with Pantheon and. 2024 2024
1: so wow. woohoo! well and you know it, what's what I guess the big eye-opener there are a few of them for me today but one of the big ones is is the, the time that it takes right there's a Woo. lag time there yeah. So, so to figure that out, and, and I just want to say, Lisa, too, to you, you know, hats off for finding that story and taking these ladies and finding the outlets and the exposure for and them. And finding Barbara. And Barbara fi- was the key. right? <laughs> and and fi- now a movie deal or TV dealer, I know. whatever else I we know. got coming up that you'll hear
2: about. But, yeah, it's, Bar- it's people like Barbara who are committed to mm-hmm. their craft and who you want to work with and you want to learn. So come on, people. She's over at NYU teaching a course. I think we're going to have to pull up <laughs> and see what's going on that. Of course that's right (laughs) well and
1: i would think barbara too a big part of your role is to be a coach right to help Mm -hmm. people you know maybe get them back on back on track or heading in a different direction but whatever it is i really admire your your reputation and your work ethic and your work and i'm just honored to have somebody like you on the show today it's just been very very it's been great Thank you. We're so excited, and we adore you. Thank you.
3: (laughs)
2: All right. I hope
1: you were all inspired to think about it. Everybody's got a book. And, hey, before we go, I also want to mention to mark your calendars because this is something the Baldwin Media works very hard on every year. It's the Berlin Fair. It's now four days this year. Beautiful fall in New England in Berlin, Connecticut, put on by the Lions Club. It's now September 15th. Through the eighteenth. My birthday. Yes. All right. So mark go. your calendars. Hey, I know what we can do for your birthday. Thursday night's the go. demolition derby. We'll put oh, you in one of those cars. How's that? Thank you. I'm go. <laughs> That's it. Okay.
2: Demolished before my sixtieth. Perfect.
1: All right. Well, Barbara Jones, thank you. And thanks to <laughs> all of you. Bye. bye. Thank
2: and you. Bye, Take care. Bye, bye. bye, Barbara.
1: And of course, we wouldn't be here without you. All of our listeners. That's thank right. you for tuning into this edition of News You Can Use. Yes You Can. Right here on WTIC News Talk ten eighty.